Radar and Richie, Margot Ralph and Iggy, but Roars the Cat is the top of the class, because this is a podcast. Woo! Uh, 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 Brayton. What, 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 what? On your mark, ready, set, go. Let's go. Brayton is a pro going cycle loose, offering the fruit juice. And he's got a new hit, and he's bound to bring you to your knees. And all you can say is, fruit, please. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Teenage Dirtbags. My name is Gary Butterfield, and I'm with my favorite co-host in the whole world of Teenage Dirtbags, Brayton Cameron. Brayton, what you drinking on? What you drinking I uh, I actually ran out of drinks, so I'm drinking on nothing right now. Gary, how about you? Still drinking, still rocking that water. Okay, Gary, can I, just for a point of clarification, can we go to one of our favorite segments, point of clarification? <laughs> yes. It's a point of clarification. Uh... Did you say that I was one of your favorite co-hosts in the coal world? <laughs> that was my favorite Outcast song. The <laughs> um, coal world, always gonna wear that shirt. Coal, 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 um, The uh, No, I said the whole world, but oh, okay. could also be true. And then I also said of teenage dirtbags, so as not yeah. to hurt the feelings of Cole Ross. Yeah, even though I, I'm only part of his world now. That's true. It's Cole's world. We're all just living in it. That's it. That's right. Because <laughs> he told us about the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because Cole, Cole phoned up the Dirt Boys one time and said, now it's time for the breakdown. <laughs> and then <laughs> set us an MP3. And how could we say? Uh, no. When Cole calls, you just got to accept the charges. You do. Um, but we're not talking about Tantric's breakdown. Even though I think we could probably do another tight half hour on that. Um, instead, I don't know how tight it would be. <laughs> I think we could probably sleepwalk our way through that shit. Um, instead, what are we talking about this time, Brayton? Uh, instead, we're talking about one of my absolute favorite artists, Will Smith, and one of the, uh, as voted by Pitchfork, seven worst U.S. singles of the 90s. Getting <laughs> jiggy with it. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. The, uh Yeah. This is, uh, you know, Will Smith. It's the Willinium. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a millionaire. Yeah. Um, he is, uh, you know, uh, he, is, he is a cultural force, at least he used to be. He doesn't make music so much anymore, but his movie tie-in songs specifically were ubiquitous during mm-hmm. the 90s. Or, like, every, like, couple months, there would just be another Will Smith hit that was, like, even, there weren't even, like, good movies or anything. There weren't even, like... Yeah, you know, movies I thought were going to be hits, but the songs would be hits. Like you have like, your Wild Wild West, yep. and that song was huge, even though the movie was not. Yeah, you have um, your Men in Black. You have your I Wish I Could Fight Mike Tyson, or I Think I Could Beat Mike Tyson. You have your Nightmare on My Street. You've got your Legend of Bagger Vance, the rap song. You've got <laughs> <laughs> you got Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, was, was there actually a song for Independence Day? It no, seems like there would be. There, there was not. Yeah, they could have just done Men in Black again. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. where are the Men in Black to help us out? But he was he was green. He was wearing that uh, army uniform most of the time. So, yeah, 
no. He, he's, uh, but Will Smith is a cultural force. Um, and you know what? Here's the thing about Will Smith is, uh, despite what Pitchfork says, like, you know, Will Smith's song comes on the radio. Like, I'm, I'm kind of into it at this yeah. point. Like, I, I never burned myself out on it as a kid. Like, it wasn't, you know, this was a little bit past my heavy MTV days. Like, I still watched MTV, but not all of it, like, not all the time. Um, so now it's like if, if Wild Wild West or, or This Comes On or Men in Black, I'm like, I can dig this. Like, yeah. I can get down to this on the radio. So this came out in January of 1998, which would have been um, the second half of my junior year in high school. And by the time summer came around, this was a huge hit. And I remember driving around, and whenever the song would come on, I'd be like, yeah! Uh, but if uh, a car pulled up next to me with anyone that looked about my age, I would always turn it way down, just so that he wouldn't yell at me. Nobody would be damned to Will Smith. Yeah. B- Big Willie style. Yeah. The um yeah, and the video is is a real postmodern pastiche of uh of like it's a parade of images from other other kind of time periods and other rap videos and everything like that. And it is it is delightful. Specifically it's delightful because a lot of the extras from it look like they're extras from a delight video. Yes. Yes, especially the people that exist in the disco room. Yes, the the Missy Elliott disco chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh that the video starts in. Um, and, uh, you know, so he's, he, Will Smith's talking, you get to see, he's just dancing and looking cool at this point. Um, and he shows the people from D, D light and then he has the big coat, like a Buster Rhymes or a Missy Elliott. And eventually you get to the chorus, which oh, is yes, when we learn. Uh, I'm sorry, that's, that's it. it. That's what I referred to as puppy clothes heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Anytime you land on somebody, they're a pillow and it's nice. Yeah, but it's, um, it's also like it's light blue and like very brightly lit and soft. And it just feels like yeah. a 90s hip hop version of heaven. Like <laughs> I, it would be like giving uh, and, and a 90s hip hop version of, of heaven would be like a star studded thing anyway, because you yeah. have like Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and then, uh, Missy Elliott wouldn't be there, but I'd want her to be there so she could give me a hug because it would be nice. Like, she huge, seems like she'd be good at hugging. That's super inflatable suit. Yeah. Like I want her to be like, like, like a hip hop St. Bernard. And if I'm, <laughs> if I'm dying in the Arctic wilderness, Missy Elliott comes, comes out and gives me a hug in that gigantic suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a little, little barrel around her neck full of, uh. You know, uh, uh, yeah, Brandy. Again, then Brandy's there on her back. Yeah. Um, which is... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, but the, the chorus of this, the, the titular uh, getting jiggy with it. Yes. Um, so one, like, nobody makes songs that create dances anymore. Yeah. Like, this is the last one I can remember. Like, can you... Well, the, the Men in Black song has a dance in it. Yeah. And then yeah. you get into like you get into weird stuff like uh, the cha cha slide, or uh, what was it the Harlem shuffle? Uh, oh, the Harlem, sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get those, but I don't know how much of that was in the. I didn't don't know anything about that. But I guess you gotta have Gangnam Style like that was a dance. Oh, Gangnam, you're right. Gangnam Style is the last dance based video, and that was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seemed like it, they, they just weren't around. Like they were, they were all the rage in the fifties and sixties, sure. and then went away forever. And then all of a sudden, Will Smith comes back, and like everybody's doing the jiggy. Um, speaking of which, like it bears a striking resemblance to the Funky Brayton. 
<laughs> There's probably no, that certainly isn't a coincidence at all. Like, <laughs> I love Will Smith music and, uh, and my inability to dance kind of came together. Because <laughs> anybody who's seen Brayton dance in real life, it's essentially getting jiggy with it. Uh-huh. It's it's how, more pointing. A little bit more pointing, a little bit more like like a slower, drunker, more lilting rhythm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like having my dance moves referred to as lilting. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's very similar to getting j- jiggy with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gary, since we're at something of a natural break, let's break down... <laughs> Sorry. Now it's time for the breakdown. Now it's time for the breakdown, and that breakdown is which Pokemon is cutest? Uh, is I've it been waiting weeks for this. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross, and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? So we are getting... We are getting very close to the end of the first half of the bracket. The left side of the bracket is almost complete. There are only two matches left. Then we move on to the right side of the bracket. And then we finally get to the second round. But this one is going to be a tough one for you, Gary. Are you ready? I'm ready. It is Swablu versus Squirtle. That's right. We're pulling way back. We got Squirtle in there versus Swablu. If you guys will remember uh, in the last one, uh, Palkia versus Reshiram. Reshiram narrowly defeated Palkia, even though it's got a weird fuzz penis. And before that, Simapore defeated Tangrowth. And then the rest of them, you guys know, you can check out previous episodes for those if you need to. This is very difficult. Yeah. This is this is this is one of the hardest matches we've had, I think. Um, for people who aren't familiar, I think everyone knows who Squirtle is. Yep. Yeah, Squirtle. He's essentially a turtle. Very cute. He's small. He's got a little curl tail. There is the Squirtle Squad, which in his first episode or first appearance in the cartoon are a bunch of squirtles with sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, Swablu, I'd never heard of before, but Swablu is a very cute blue bird with clouds for wings. Um, and very, very adorable. Um, Brain, I might have to ask for, for a judge's ruling on this one well, before I uh, can answer. I'm going to, I wish I could send you this, but if you want to do a Google image search for Swablu and you scroll down a bit, you'll see a Swablu-Nicolas Cage mashup, <laughs> which I feel might seal the deal, either good or bad. <laughs> um, it wasn't, I, I do see that. That wasn't my, my judge's ruling. Um, but since you're administering this this thing, I want to ask you a question. Oh, please. Are we considering Pokemon to be discrete units, or are we considering what they will eventually turn into as well? Uh, so are we considering the evolution where Swablu kind of turns into like an also cute but more elegant bird, and Squirtle turns into the nightmare that is Blastasis, yeah, or Blastoise, I, rather? Blastoise. And, and I, think, I think we have to consider the evolution, if just that there was precedent set during one of the Duckfeed live streams when I asked you if, like, uh, Pumpkin or whatever the Pumpkin oh, yeah. Pokemon was, if that was cutest, and you were kind of waffling, and somebody typed in the evolution where it becomes this giant monster that steals babies. <laughs> like, like all, all haunted Pokemon, which, like, the yeah. story behind Pokemon is they steal children. Yeah. Um, 
that make that's very hard because I think if we were just going on initial Pokemon, I would go with Squirtle. I think Squirtle is very cute. He, squ- he like scoots around on a shell and everything, but each successive thing he turns into gets like way less cuter. Uh, Squirtle yeah. is not cute, and Blastoise has guns like bio guns. Those things have to be made of bone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care for that. Okay. Um, so I'm giving it to Swablu. All right. And then a real squeaker, Swablu, gets ahead. Good job. I'll take I'll take the hate, hate mail on that one. If anybody has to write a letter, <laughs> just send a self addressed sealed envelope to uh, to Duckfeed <laughs> at PLBuckets.com. Another sealed envelope. Gary collects yep. them. <laughs> as long as they're self-addressed, I can send you uh, the gift of nothing. Yeah, because he's keeping your sealed envelope. He's going to steam the, <laughs> the stamp off and use it again. Yep. Yep. Okay, um, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so Gary... Um, we start in the discord room. We move to Puffy Clothes Heaven. Then mm-hmm. Will Smith raps in Pig Latin. And then we go to ancient Las Vegas, Egypt. This So this, I was trying to figure out whether this was... I think this is explicitly a reference to the uh, Michael Jackson video, Remember the Time. I was thinking that myself. And I think you're correct. It is not as good as the Michael Jackson video, <laughs> Remember the Time. But no. I understand that, yeah. It is still very special, though. So he, it's that, a very like. Yeah. Maybe that version like looked like fake, lo- like fake Egypt. This looks like fake, fake Egypt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is is an imita- is a copy of a copy, um, where uh, uh, it is like he's hang- so he's hanging out in like Scorpion King Land, mm-hmm. um, and there is a very like. Kind of, it, I don't want to call it gratuitous, but the reason why it stands out is because it only happens once. Mm-hmm. Is the the pan across all of the very muscular, greased up black dudes? Yes. Um, which in my notes I have King cameo, with both spelled with a K. Uh, <laughs> as a, as two listeners will remember. You were, hoping, from, you were uh, hoping that he was in there, but no, I did not. Yeah. I didn't spot him, and I would have. He radiates like a yeah. like star. Um, yeah, that, that kind of handsome handsomicity, like literally, is just you know hard to take your eyes off of. And none of these guys are quite king level, but I'm willing to to. I would like to see a video where it was King teamed up with all these guys, and it was like they formed a band that was like King and Nine Princes, <laughs> and, they, and they just they just like hung out and were magnetic. King and the richest princes of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, the nine um, richest princes of Egypt. Sure, King and yeah. the Duke boys. King and Duke boys, yeah, that would be. Well, that sounds like yeah. it might be a weird yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard crossover where. Yeah. And since that show was kind of racist, it's like. Now, what's up with that flag, guys? Yeah. Um, but like the show was not mean spirited; it was just dumb. Uh, like, yeah, I think dumb is right. Yeah, what if there are just a couple of idiots who like to break into the law a lot? Yeah, it's um, called jackass. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and nobody got hurt. <laughs> I think people got pretty hurt on that show. Um thing like like stapling his testicles to his leg until his doctor told him that he like he'll lose his testicles if he does it again. Yeah, he that that did happen. He he did a bunch of things that I think are very funny on that yeah. show, like uh legitimately think are really funny. The um so one he has a tattoo of himself on his back. Mm-hmm. So he can that's pointing so he can turn around and be like, "Hey, Mm-hmm. Back. 
And then he did a couple of things where he got tattoos on dune buggies. Like he had someone yeah. try to tattoo something on him while on a dune buggy, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, I think that those, that show is pretty funny. Yeah. I can appreciate it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. Okay. So, so we're in ancient Las Vegas, fake Las Vegas. And this is when I noticed something seemed off. Uh, do you know what I'm going to, what I'm getting to? Not my notes. Okay. Um, we're, we're about a minute and a half into this video, and Will Smith has not blinked. <laughs> I, would, I would have been very impressed with myself if I would have picked up on that as well. Yeah. He's um, giving, in this scene in particular, he is giving such super intense, non-blinking eye contact with the camera. Just constant, eyes wide open, staring at the camera, just like, like he's going to get us, and he's going to get us jiggy with him. We're going to fall into a soul unless we proceed to get adequately jiggy. Yeah. So, even though, like, every time we keep joking about getting jiggy, like, you, you know about the origins of getting jiggy, right? Uh, no, I don't. Please, enlighten me. Well, um, this is a, the, you know, just keeping on the, the whole race issue. Um, he wrote it because uh, the term jigaboo is a mm-hmm. derogatory term for African Americans. Oh, and yeah. it's like a reclaiming thing. It's like getting, you know, getting black with it, like... That's you know, like having having that rhythm and, and kind of taking it back and being in, empowering with this this thing. Like, yeah. yeah, do it. That's one of those, like, uh, ra- racial slurs that I don't understand the, like, origins of. And I always – I have an interest in understanding the origins of phrases and things that don't make sense to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's one where I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what? It, it, it just it, – it's like um, it's like somebody traveled back in time and presented the the gay marriage – ruling to a southern senator in, like, you know, <laughs> like, 1890, and he is just so lost for words that he just, yeah. like... It's pure applesauce. Yeah, this is jigaboo! Applesauce! You know? No, it's Jigglypuff. Yeah, it's... it's Well, the, getting getting jiggly with it as a, as a Jigglypuff thing, I'm sure that exists. I haven't looked it up, but... I'm sure it I'm, I'm Oh, I guarantee. So hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to look it up. Did you know that this won a Grammy in 1999 for Best Rap Solo Performance? <laughs> I, I bet you that's not the case. I bet you there are better rap songs that came out in that year. It is very possible. Um, it was also ranked 68th greatest song uh, in the 90s by VH1, but on the AOL's Radio 100 Worst Songs Ever, it was ranked <laughs> 19. <laughs> and number seven on the Pitchfork. Worst, mm-hmm. worst songs. Yeah, this is divisive. This is a controversial. This is almost as controversial as that Pokemon pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will Smith really did it, and he really did it with the controversy around that stupid suit he wore and the volcano scene. In the third scene, um, which I have three notes here, the first one is just suit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote down one, that suit. Yeah, suit. Um, you have that suit. I put suit color suit and then the third note is a uh, suit from the floor of the little miss can't be wrong video shoot <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like is just like somebody they're flowers but mm-hmm. they don't look like it it looks yeah, like he just rolled around in the there <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a wearable magic eye yeah I mean, like, it's, it's just <laughs> 
Maybe I should. We should watch the video again and see if maybe there's a hidden picture, like it's a tiny Will <laughs> Smith on his suit. <laughs> pops out. <laughs> pops out like that gif of the guy climbing out of the frame. Oh um, yeah. They said it's Will Smith cr- climbing out of his own suit. Yeah. Um, oof. um. Yeah, that would that would be really super creepy, and I'm glad. You know what? I'm not going to go back and look for it. Um, no. But I noticed that they had. You know, they had these. Uh, uh, native island people. These uh, look like Samoans and some uh, someone dressed up like a Maori warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with Maori warriors? Um, I, I know the term. I know, if you're going to tell me an interesting trivia thing about them, I don't know it. Here's a really here's a really cool thing. Uh, well, at least I think it's it's interesting. Um, they had this club that they would make that they would uh, attach rows and rows of shark teeth on it and then hit people with it. I have seen that. It's yeah, terrifying. They made their, their own kind of uh, personal personal maces. Yeah, and uh, pretty cool. Um, at first, I was I thought this might be like an undue scene of cultural appropriation, but then I realized like, oh, it's kind of like a Hawaiian luau. Yeah, kind of thing. Like you could just fly to Hawaii and have this kind of experience without Will Smith there. Yeah, right now it seems like I really feel like this this whole video must have been shot in Las Vegas because it's like. It's like, oh, shit, you're right, yeah. The scene where they, like, are in front of the um, Statue of Liberty looks way too small and, and like, a fake New York. Um, Yeah, it's attached to other monuments and stuff. I called it the Statue of Liberty simulacrum in the the notes, like. And and fake Las Vegas Egypt makes sense. So this must also be a Las, Las Vegas attraction in the 90s, whatever, like, volcano world was. Yeah, it, it it definitely seems like that. Um, Brayton, mm-hmm. do you want me to blow your mind? Please. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, was, it was shot at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino, the Mirage, and the Luxor. That makes so much sense. Yep. And it was directed by somebody named Hype Williams. Oh, Hype Williams. I know that guy. Yeah. I mean, not cool. personally, but I've heard yeah. of, of him. <laughs> He's here right now. It's our first guest on... Uh, on Teenage Dirtbags. We are our second um, guest. Ugh. Yeah, oh boy. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> Take that, Evan. Do we have any... Uh, I'm sorry, Evan. To make it up for you, um, does Evan have any facts for us? Yes, Evan does have some facts for us, and here they are. Devin with the facts, man! We all know Brayton Cameron ends every episode of Teenage Dirtbags with a poem about an onion, but he has yet to write a poem about scallions, which I think is a massive oversight. So in the spirit of correcting that, here are some facts about scallions. Scallions are colloquially known as green onions, spring onions, bundled onions, and uh, are sometimes misnomered as chives or leeks. They're also known as Welsh onions for some reason in Jamaica, and in Scotland they're called Sibbies, or chibbies, or something. I'm not sure. Scallions are known for their hollow green leaves, which are similar to a common onion, but they don't have a fully developed root bulb. They're a milder flavor than most onions, but, um, you know, it's a distant relative, so you can kind of use them somewhat interchangeably sometimes. Green Onions is also the name of the debut album by Booker T and the MGs, which was released on Stax Records in 1962. Brett Scallions is the lead singer of famed post-grunge band Fuel, who I'm sure we will be hearing more about on a future episode of Teenage Dirtbags. Um, thank you. Thank you, Evan. I apologize. I, I forgot about that. And also, um, 
this is fictional. We don't have hype Williams on the show. No, we don't. <laughs> but, oh, dude, yeah. I mean, much like in your other duck feed shows, can you do the can you do the booking for the show and try to get hype Williams for the next time? I I have thought many times about like we me and Cole have joked a lot about like if we got somebody on abject suffering and like how it would be really fun, but it would also be really difficult to explain to them like yeah. the mythology and and what we do on the show because it, they'd be like oh so you guys like dudes of attitude huh and we had to be like I, like not like but like in in our world you run a, a anti masturbation sorghum farm in the future Mister Crick like yeah. we we couldn't really explain it um, this would also be very difficult like if we had hype Williams. We're both nice did, people, and we're not. He directed TL, He directed TLC's No Scrubs video, which I would have nothing but praise for. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is like we're both we're not sociopaths, so it would turn into a different show where we have found nice things to say about the person, like yeah. because the the things you know the things that are silly about this video aren't enough to where like I feel like somebody with journalistic ethics needs to take this guy down a peg or anything. Yeah. Like we don't need a hard hitting interview. Yeah. Um, it would just make the show really boring. Like, be and like, we'd be like, "Hi, Williams. Do you want to play along when we do the Which Pokemon is Cutest tournament? Do you want to?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "No, I don't. I don't want to do that." Yeah, and he'd be like, "Oh, I don't. What's a what's you know? He probably knows what a Pokemon is. Yeah, what's uh, a Rasher? So he'd be like, oh, yeah, he doesn't know what a Rasher is. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's a good bet. Like, what's a Gorgeist? Um, <laughs> which like, that would be. A, I like the idea of that segment." Like where the segment is just us asking Hype Williams, yeah, if he knows what certain Pokemon are, like or like without knowing what it is, Hype Williams draw this gor- draw a Gorgeist. What do you think that is, just based on the name? And that would be incredible. <laughs> that would yeah. Can we actually just we'll just tweet Hype Williams and ask him if he can do that for us? Yeah. How amazing would it be if it comes back with like a cell phone picture of him like having done it? Like, I'd be so happy about that. That would be uh, very funny. I want to I want to uh, pause for a second and and draw attention to this Wikipedia uh, article in which it, uh, this is in the references section and it says uh, the song has also been spoofed in radio shows including the Chris Moyle show The Monster in the Morning where the song is renamed Chicken Weenie with it. <laughs> it's uh, in the banjo. I'm sorry, in the Xbox Live Arcade version of Banjo Kazooie. There's an achievement you earn by. Uh, Earned like by earning, earning a jiggy named getting jiggy with it, whatever that with is. No explanation what the fuck a jiggy is. And here's fuck the thing that, are. like, King Crimson referred to the song in The World's My Oyster Soup Kitchen Floor Wax Museum on 2000's The Construction of Light album. Which, one, I didn't know King Crimson was even still doing music in 2000. And two, like, that's a really short turnaround to reference a Will Smith song. <laughs> like, that is really, really weird. You're if there's right. a video, here's we're gonna do two promises. <laughs> Alright, Gary, <laughs> so I'm gonna make one promise, you're gonna make the other. Promise okay. one, if there is a video for any Crim- King Crimson song from this album, we will do it. Uh, and Gary, yours. Uh, my promise is that the next time I... Uh, <laughs> this is the hardest segment. Um, <laughs> and my promise is that the next time I take a shower, I will sing Getting Jiggy With It 
And if I have my phone with me, I'll record it. And we can listen to Shower Tales, our newest <laughs> segment. We Most of our segments are legacies. We've been doing them for years. But yeah. every once in a while, we like to introduce a new one. Yeah. And uh, and Shower it's Tales. A little, little stale otherwise. Yeah. So uh, you can listen to me in the shower singing Gang Jiggy with it. Yes. Pro- probably just the chorus. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Getting jiggly with it. It is very catchy. I know. I absolutely like, know. Uh, yeah. So we're we're about at the end of this video. We go see the, uh, you know, we're in front of a fake New York with the tracksuit all-stars. Um, and then we, we start to see scenes from the past. We go back to each of the different areas. And in particular, in Puffy Clothes Heaven, there's a woman with, I believe, wearing goggles. Not on her he- on her face, but on her head. You know the way that you do that when you're in an anime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is really taking the getting jiggy with the dance way too seriously. She is like stone faced, serious, getting all of the moves down right. This is the way you do this dance. What uh, what it is is like you know now that we know that he shot these uh, segments at uh, casinos. This is the part where there are, like, extras. There mm-hmm. are a couple of, like, out-of-shape people, a couple of people who look like they were just pulled in off the street. And 1999, you're heading down to the Luxor, throw a couple of quarters in the in the old one-armed bandit, um, and someone's like, hey, do you want to take 20 minutes out of your day to go hang out in this cloud heaven and get jiggy with it with Will Smith? First, you'd be like, what is getting jiggy with it? But second, you'd be like... The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. Yeah. You, yeah, so you'd be like... the the guy who made Wild Wild West? Yes, I would. Um, no matter what getting jiggy with it ended up being, like, it could have been anything. Like, it could have been like, yo, uh, gonna help me hide a body. Uh, uh, let's get jiggy with it. And then just start shoveling. It could have, it could have been asking ladies to, to come out for a tantric video. Yeah. <laughs> like, put an ad in the paper to, uh, to get jiggy with it. And you'd still do it because Will Smith is, like, so wholesome and, and welcoming. Right. Like he he's like he's like the the fulfillment of the Cosby promise. Like before Cosby got all dark and disgusting. Yeah. Like he has that kind of like wholesomeness. I think. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And also, he's not like a terrible actor. Like uh, that uh, Hancock movie, which yeah. came and went uh, nowhere. Like that's kind of an interesting, cool movie. Yeah. That nobody paid any attention to. Yeah, um, yeah. He's been like a good stuff. First, I think like the first like two thirds of it are really good. Hmm. He does. Lose- I mean, it, yeah. yeah. It doesn't stick the landing, but it's just like, he's not a joke. Like, it's not like, you know, he's talented and good. Yeah. So, okay. The extra thing doesn't make sense to me because it's, there's two extras that show up. There's, uh, there's a, what appears to be an Indian woman and there is a, a big guy with like a fuzzy hat and a star cape on, which I Mm -hmm. don't like, where did they get this guy? Like he couldn't have just been, it couldn't have just been a coincidence that he was like hanging out in the casino. Well, that guy, I think, I think they probably had a big bucket of props. Like when you have a photo booth at a wedding. Oh, you think so? And like you, you can wear like a pair of glasses. No, I don't think the 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 uh, Indian lady was that. I think that this this was that though, because it looked just like rando stuff. And it could have been like, oh, here's a pair of glasses that have a uh, you know YOLO written on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, pre dating YOLO. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's what I—that's what it seems like to me. But I could be wrong, and we'll never know now, yeah. um, because uh, you know, 
(laughs) For some reason, somewhere in the beginning of that sentence and before the end of it, I thought that Will Smith had died. And I don't know how to explain that. That would be the best. It didn't happen, like, during the sentence. Like, I just, uh, you know, happened to just get a tweet or anything. I just, I've recorded a lot of shows today. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting a little loopy from from recording, so. Yeah, and you, so that, thought, yeah, Will Smith died. <laughs> I thought, That's I what happens when I get we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know because we'll never get Hype Williams on the show, but. Yeah. <laughs> When when I when sometimes when I get exhausted I I lose the uh, the the ability to remember that Will Smith is alive. <laughs> so, is it, is uh, it like uh, like a kind of um, what's the word on the, like like uh, George Barclay's like sort of uh, philosophy where if if you don't see someone they don't exist anymore. So like in order for Will Smith to actually stay alive, you have to keep thinking about him. Yeah, yeah, I got 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 to shake hands with that beef. Yeah, um, or, or it's not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy, we've we've learned a lot today. We have. We learned about Hype Williams. <laughs> we learned that Gary has the power of life and death over Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Uh, you know, specifically, uh, uh, you know, no, no, no sense of object permanence when it comes to. The Big Willy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learned that uh, some Pokemon decisions are harder than others. Um, but, you know, you may think you've learned it all. This podcast literally has everything. I'm learning more than I've ever learned in any episode of This American Life. However, uh, <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet. In fact, you ain't seen Yes, you ain't. I'm so sleepy. My grammar's getting good. Um, <laughs> my grammar getting well. Um, every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with me reading a poem about an onion. Brayden, are you ready? Oh, I am so ready. Do it, do it, do it. This is significantly shorter than the last one. <clears throat> Delving deep past labyrinthine collars. Sleep on blankets made of sand. Names in water, hand in hand, in hand. Connections lost and found aghast through permafrost as tears demand. Lovely. Thank you. And that has been Teenage Dirtbags. Yeah, so if you like the show, check us out on Patreon. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on SoundCloud, where you can leave little notes during the episode. And will we look at those notes? Maybe. Sometimes I do. I I don't know how to get a notification of them, so I won't. But it's not because I don't want to. I imagine, like, Cole gets the notifications or whoever set up the SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, so, Cole, gets, so if you want to give messages to Cole, say, say the nicest thing you can think of about Cole and leave it in the SoundCloud for this episode. Yeah, that would be really With, with no sense of context. Yeah, so. <laughs> that would be really great. If you have something nice to say about Cole, leave it in this episode of Teenage Dirtbags, where he is sure to read it. Yep. And uh, and and next episode we'll be reviving you know as a segment that went out of style for a little while but we're going to bring it back and that segment is Cole Train where we read <laughs> your comments about Cole Ross. If you have nice things to say about Cole, either leave them in a comment or send them to us and we will read them on the air. Yeah, absolutely. Or better yet, if no one does that, I'll just make a bunch up. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> we'll continue to make up things until we run out the clock. 
on whatever it is we're talking about. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's how we do. Um, good night, everybody. Good night.